and welcome to the Kids Planet Podcast. An opportunity to explore the highs and lows of raising under fives. Here are your hosts from the Kids Planet marketing team. So hello and welcome to this month's podcast where we're talking all about bullying, why it happens, its impact, what to look out for and some ways to combat it. So I'm really pleased to be joined today by the founder of anti-bullying charity, Bullies Out, um, Linda James. So hello, Linda. Hi there, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. How are you doing? How has your week been? Yeah, busy, busy, but it's always a good busy. (laughs) Yeah, good busy, getting back into the swing of it all. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Would you like to start by telling the listeners a little bit more about um, Bullies Out and the work that you do? Of course. Um, so Bullies Out is, uh, we will be 17 years old this year, um, and we work in schools, youth settings and the workplace, and our mission really is to provide anti-bullying workshops, training programmes and youth engagement programmes um, that are all designed to educate on the effects of bullying, um, bullying behaviour, but to challenge behaviours, attitudes, to empower and engage, to raise confidence and self-belief, to discuss feelings, really anything around anti-bullying. Because we want to help especially young people to, you know, realise their true potential and not for for sort of bullying behaviour not to have any impact on that. Brilliant. And what, what's kind of the background? How did you come about forming the charity? I was bullied myself as a child. I had a lot of um, negative, you know, aspects on me and my yeah. partner. And um, for, for many years, actually, for many years, uh, no confidence, no self-esteem. Mm. And, um, and of course, back then, it wasn't recognised as it is today. There was no support at all. Mm. And, um, and you know, you get you, you get told, I mean, that, that was a long time ago. I was in school in the 70s. You get told to just get on with it. And, you know, you did. Um, Such a shame, isn't it? it? It is a terrible shame because there's so many people now. Because we, we also um, work with people who still struggle with historical bullying. Um and, you know, it, it is a terrible shame. And um, and this is one of the reasons we don't want this generation to be in the same situation that we're in, mm. where we're struggling with something that happened sort of 40 or 50 years ago. Um, mm. So when my younger son became bullied, well, was bullied at school, and I noticed he was becoming withdrawn. Mm. His behaviour at school was different to the behaviour at home. Um and I just knew from my own behaviour that it was probably bullying behaviour that was happening. And the school, unfortunately, weren't very supportive. He was put in hospital as a result of the bullying. Oh, dear. And then one day, um, after it, it took about nine months from start to finish. Um, for, you know, and, and there was a lot in between where I I didn't, I wanted to take him out of school and homeschool him. Um but, you know, all, all sort of kudos and strength to him, he didn't want to do that. He wanted to keep going. Mm. And, um, and then one day I said to him, "Let you know, should we talk about this? And he said, 
uh, no, not to you, you know, typical teenage boy. And um, and he said, is there a, uh, like a, a, an online um, group that I can talk to where there's other children that have gone through the same thing? And uh, I said, let's have a look. And we couldn't find one. And there were lots of online support groups, but not one for bullying. And um, yeah. he, just, he just said to me then, well, why don't you just set it up, Mum? He said, that's what you've trained in, talking to people and things. Mm. Just set it up. And um, when he went to bed, I just got thinking about it. And I was working in the school. And I'd, I'd also sort of, you know, studied counselling and... And my degree was in psychology, and I just thought, oh, gosh, why did he say this to me? What has he done? <laughs> Opened a can of worms. <laughs> yes, yeah, my mind was just going over and over, and I just thought, no, how many young people are like you mm. speak to in an online forum and not face-to-face? Because we all have different ways of communicating. Yeah. And how many parents are like me that were struggling and couldn't find any support? But, you know, a website would be really helpful. And the rest, as they say, is history. Um, I found a very good web designer and explained what we wanted, what I wanted, and um, dug deep into some savings that I had because I was very naive didn't understand the whole charity thing and how you could get funding support etc mm. yeah and set up the forum and um and then wrote copy for the website and initially that's all we were going to be was an online forum providing help and support and I think within a couple of days we realized that it was going to you know be far more than that and over the years we've developed to where we are today yeah such a great thing to offer Brilliant. yeah sadly it it's great that we can offer it it's sad that we have to uh, yeah but that goes with every issue doesn't it it's great that there's something around to provide the support it's just sad that we need them it is and what what do we kind of class as bullying nowadays? What do you find are the main types of bullying <clears throat> that you're seeing? Well, believe it or not, verbal bullying is still the most prevalent form of bullying. Yeah. Um, so many people think it's online, um, but it's still this face-to-face, you know, nasty comments, these nasty verbal face-to-face comments. Mm. Um, but of course, it does happen online as well. And... It can start in a school and and then carry on online, or it can start online and then spill over face to face. They they do tend to go hand in hand, um, and it can be anything from somebody just making a nasty, spiteful comment to isolation, constant gossiping. Of course, there's still physical bullying as well. Mm. These you know we all know what comments on social media do to a person. Um, we've all seen them. There's there's bullying on gaming sites. It, it happens absolutely anywhere and everywhere, um, even in the workplace. It happens everywhere. And I think it's about 52% of young people report being bullied. Wow. Um, which is tremendous. And one in three adults at work. So it's massive statistics that report being bullied. Wow. And what age can it typically start? It can start really, really young, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you know, it's it's a tough one when they are so young because do they understand that it's bullying? Possibly they may not understand the bullying word, but you know they they do understand that it's unkind. Yeah, and, um, and that's you know with with our workshops we work with children from as young as three, and so you know there's certain workshops where we don't talk about bullying but we talk about kindness and being unkind and being inclusive and being and sharing and being a good friend Mm. a nice friend and a kind friend um and so they do understand you know they understand that i mean i've i've got um you know a three-year-old granddaughter and we're always talking about kindness especially being kind to your older sister (laughs) yeah (laughs) but we you know we do talk about kindness and being kind and being nice um because you know and then as they get older and and, you know you can start to introduce the the bullying word um and and how kindness and how being unkind you know how it is bullying and it develops into them bullying and how how it just all manifests into just a behaviour that is totally unacceptable. Yeah, so it's good to kind of combat it as soon as possible, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we have to. We have to. We can't ignore it. It happens. We can't ignore it. We can't brush it under the carpet. And, you know, for a person that's affected by the behaviour, we can't hope it will go away because it never, ever does. And what are the kind of reasons that that children would bully? Uh anything and everything anything yeah absolutely anything you can just be in the wrong place at the wrong time it can be you know that the reasons that we have um through our mentoring and counseling it, it can be through that you know they didn't like the clothes wear. i'm they don't like me because i'm academic or on the other scale i'm not as academic as them they don't right. like of where I live they don't like me because of the music I like mm-hmm. you know and and of course it goes a lot deeper than that because people are bullied because of their race and their sexuality and their religion mm-hmm. uh, but it's you know it's it's absolutely anything and there's that you know the the person that's displaying the bullying behavior as well we work with them because most of the time there's an underlying issue there yeah if we don't work with them and stop that behaviour, we're never going to break this cycle. Um, Can that be things happening at home, that kind of thing? Absolutely. And and some, some of them as well, they've been bullied in a primary school. So when they go into secondary school, they go in with this, I will be the bully rather than the bullied. Mm, right. So it's almost like their defence mechanism um and and it doesn't make it right but you can see why they're doing it uh and it's it's trying to explain to them that that's not the right attitude to have because you already know how hurtful being bullied is Mm. to do it to somebody else we we get why you're trying to put up this barrier and be this sort of maybe the tougher person Mm. but you also know how much it hurts so let's try and sort of you know step back take it all back and you know help we, we do sort of like i say work with the bullies as well um or the bully rather 
the person, you know, displaying that behaviour because we have to break this cycle. Um, and, you know, we've been told by people, oh, you know, it's like shoveling snow with a thimble. Well, that's fine. We'll keep shoveling snow with a thimble because if we can just help a couple of children a day through our work, then mm. that's good. Um, we'll, keep, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Absolutely. And it might be helpful for some parents to learn about some signs to look out for um, mm. if they if they worry their child might be getting bullied. What tends to be the obvious or the, the, the hidden signs? Usually you will notice a change in your child's behaviour. Mm. Uh, and of course you have to think of other other sort of reasons that they could be. So maybe you know has anything happened at home maybe a breakup or a new baby because sometimes an older child gets a little bit you know um feels a little bit left out if there's a new baby has there been a bereavement in the family so we have to rule these things out as well mm. can't automatically assume that they're being bullied um but it, you know it, it, we have to just sort of look at everything and so it's a change in their behaviour, that it's a change in their attitude as well. Um, are their school grades slipping? Mm. Um, are they maybe overeating, undereating? Are you noticing a change there? Is something going on there? Because it could be that somebody's made comments about their weight and they're constantly making comments about their weight. So they're, right, yeah. you know, they're, they're sort of either overeating or undereating. Are they sleeping? Um, has it upset their sleeping patterns? Do you find that, you know, we know that a lot of young people are sort of, you know, on social media a lot, but do they seem to be using their phones excessively? Because it could be that if they're being bullied online, that they're constantly checking to see if any nasty comments have appeared. Mm. Um, are, you know, are people sharing it or liking it? Um, do they seem a little bit more anxious than normal? Are they, you know, are they a bit more emotional? Are they sort of expressing reasons not to go to school? Tummy aches, headaches. Right, yeah. Lots of reasons. Mm. like. And for younger children, are they bedwetting? That's another reason as well. Um, and, you know, on our website, we have a, a, a pair, parent section. Um, and there's, you know, so much information on there there's so many different sections we hope we've made it as easy as possible for them oh, brilliant. Um, it's under the help and information and there's one there's a section for young people a section for parents um and we've got a whole list of reasons there um that you know could be bullying behavior uh, and the first and most foremost, we would say to the parents is to sort of try and talk to your child. And again, you know, I, I mean, I know it's tough, you know, three, I've got three sons. I know it's hard mm. especially when they reach that teenage. They don't want to talk to you, you know, mm. barriers go up. I'm not talking to my parents. That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> you know, and um but it is, it, it, you know, always best to try and have a chat to them and see if they'll open up to you about what's going on. Um, and we've got information on there as well on how to deal with the school should your child disclose bullying behaviour. Um, and, and if the school 
is not being as helpful as they should be. Um, we've got templates of letters on there for parents to use and who to write to and when to write to them. Um, because, you know, people have to sit up and take notice. Yeah. They, they have to take responsibility for this uh, because it's a behaviour that we, you know, we'll probably never eradicate it because as long as there's human beings, we'll probably always have some sort of bullying behaviour. But we really do need to reduce what we have and, you know, help this generation become mm. happy, healthy individuals and not be concerned about being bullied. Yeah, completely agree. And you've touched on this that, you know, it is um, quite prevalent, a bit of a problem, but why is it that you think children do generally find it difficult to open up if they are being bullied? I think it might just come with maybe being, you know, for me, and I can't speak for every young person, but for myself, I just, I just didn't want to bother my mum, you know, mm. my dad was working um, and you just think, oh, do you know what? I just don't want to bother her because mm. I can deal with it. It'll go away. And of course it doesn't. And some young people might feel embarrassed because yeah. like, well, I should be able to cope with this myself. You know, because you do, when you reach a certain age, you do think that you're mature enough to be able to deal with everything life is throwing at you. Yeah. We're not. We, we, you know, and why should we be? You know, yeah. why should we? But, you know, uh, we, you know, our emotions and hormones are all over the place anyway when we reach certain ages. And we do think that we should be able to deal with it. Um, and, and we can't. And, and, it, it's not a behaviour that we should be dealing with. And so there could be other reasons why they don't really maybe want to bother their guardian parents. You know, they don't want to do that. Um, mm. They almost sometimes, you know, through our mentoring service, they've told us that they felt like a burden. And that's awful. Oh, dear. Really, mm. and feel like that is awful. It really is. Um and some find it hard to express their feelings. So again, they find it hard to tell somebody. Yeah. And maybe it's almost not not wanting it to be true and yeah. pretend it's not happening as well, it's isn't it? Happening. Absolutely. And so yeah. we, what we've put on our website for the young people is what we've called a log. And we've said, we say, look, if you find it tough, then, you know, complete the log who's doing what to you when they're doing it yeah it's online or face to face and then show that to somebody uh you know don't complete it over a matter of weeks don't let this go on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks but mm. you know over a few days and just say look this is what this person's doing to me just give it to somebody to you know to read yeah let them see what's happening to you um and then that can maybe instigate a discussion. Yeah. Um, it might find it easier to write it down rather than physically tell somebody. And once a child does go to a parent with this information, how best can a parent prepare themselves and be there for them, be a good listener? To be as supportive as possible. And you've just hit the nail on the head. It's about being a good listener. Yeah. Um, and one of the you know statements that we've used quite a lot um and not not with parents 
but you know we always say you know are you listening or are you just waiting to talk right yeah and it's so powerful because it, it lets that that child know that you're not waiting to jump in but you really are taking on board what they're saying you really are listening to them everything and you're you're listening and feeling their emotions and how they're feeling inside whether they're angry whether they're hurt whether they're mm. sad you're feeling all of that and um and that's what you know that that's such a powerful statement and it, it i think you know it should be applied to everything really and and so important when dealing with children and young people. yeah absolutely that's really helpful so and we know in younger children it can be hard for them to express themselves less kind of emotionally mature some kind of behaviors like pushing snatching um leaving someone out they might not necessarily be bullying but a normal part of conflict and building and learning social skills how do you recommend differentiating between conflict and bullying absolutely you're absolutely right and again um, we've put that on our website this is conflict this is bullying because with conflict it's usually an isolated incident um it, it doesn't usually go on over a period of time mm. so they might push somebody you know once um you know maybe twice but they wouldn't continue to do it all the time because mm -hmm. You know, especially when you get little ones starting nursery and, you know, they want to share things or they don't, you know, they don't want to share things and, <laughs> and things like that. And usually you find the teachers step in straight away and explain to them about sharing and, and again, sharing, caring, being kind. Um, and, and again, uh, we put up a lot of posters in schools as well that, that say this is conflict. And this is bullying behaviour and how to identify the two. Um, because conflict usually is a one-off incident and it can be resolved between the two parties. Whereas, of course, bullying, it isn't a one-off incident. Mm. It, it happens over and over again. It can't be resolved um, by one person explaining something because the bully just keeps on and on and on. Um, and so, you know, that's, yeah. there is a difference uh, between the two. But, it, you know, it is, we do sort of say to parents as well, especially parents of younger children, to sort of be careful that they don't mix up the two. Because, if, you know, you, you have sort of young people coming home and they might say, oh, you know, um, Johnny wouldn't lend me his pencils today. He's bullying me. Well, yeah. No, that's not bullying. Mm. That, that that is what you would call conflict. But so don't go into the school and start sort of shouting at the nearest teacher that your child is being bullied. Mm. Just explain to your child that that you know maybe they they have because you do have a right not to share your pencils. You really, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that that is what what they would call conflict. What we would call conflict. Um, and it's just about explaining to your child that whilst you might have felt sad, um, it, it's you know you're not being bullied because again you know we we have to sort of 
help children and young people to understand the difference so that mm. the term bullying is not watered down because it really is a serious issue. Yes, definitely. And on the other end of the scale, we mustn't use the term bullying to identify an assault either because mm. watering down the assault. Um, because for us, when we see those videos of 20, 25 children gathering round whilst somebody on the floor is being kicked and punched by five or ten children, mm. that's really an incident to us. That's an assault. Mm. By, you know, the media saying, oh, this child was bullied by, no, 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 he wasn't. He was assaulted. He or she was assaulted. So you're trying to water it down. But bullying is, is, I'm not trying to say bullying is a, you know, is not serious, but, you know, you've got the levels here. Mm, yeah. They're all, all sort of serious, but assault has to be treated as assault. And bullying is treated as bullying and conflict is treated as conflict. Um, you know, and, and that's how we must deal with them because, you know, you can't sort of tell somebody off um, for bullying when they've, physically assaulted somebody um that's not right so you know we need to get all of this right uh, and help our children and young people understand all of these different levels and of course the consequences that come with them mm. so they must understand that there are consequences to their actions and they might not always like those consequences yeah yeah, that's a, it's an interesting one, actually. Actually, um, you know, as parents as well, it, it is up to us um, to, to sort of let our children know that, you know, there will be consequences to, to sort of certain behaviours, and, and that can be a positive and a negative. Yeah. There's always positive consequences when our children are, you know, they, they do something amazing. But on the other end of the scale... Um, I mean, we, you know, we don't agree with, I mean, we didn't have the cane. We did when I was in school and I, you know, my, my parents never agreed with anything like that. I was never hit as a child um, and I never hit my children. And, and I don't agree with it, but there were still consequences if my mum thought that I'd stepped over the line um, yeah. with my behaviour. Um and and I was the same, you know, with my older two sons. Um, there was no mobile phones uh, when they were children or anything like that. Um, but, you know, there was no TV time. That was turned off. If that, that was a consequence for them or they were grounded. Um, you know, or it was extra dishwashing duties, you know. Yeah. That. Anything and I, that made them roll their eyes and say, oh, gosh, no. You know? <laughs> and I saw it on the website as well about praise versus consequences. So it's, you know, praising them. Say if you, if you worry that your child might be the one who is bullying or having those tendencies to also help them with emotional skills, um, but praise them when they are kind of being good, if you like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Praise is so powerful. It really is powerful. And, um, and you know, it, it, this we live in such a busy, manic world. Yeah. <laughs> we really, really do. Um, you know, 
like I have grandchildren, my 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 children work, their 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 wives work. It's you know I I I look after my grandchildren as well, and it's 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 a crazy it's a crazy world. Um, it it really is, and it's busy for everybody. Um, however, you know these are still our children and young people, and um, and and we they they need our attention, and we have to praise them when they deserve and need and want that praise. Mm. Um, but of course, they have to understand the other end, the consequences on the other end as well, because we need them to be, like I said, happy, healthy, well-balanced children and young people. That's what we, that's, that's what we need um, for, for the, for, you know, for all children and young people. Um, and, um, and, and, you know, when we talk to young people about this they say yeah but i want to be rich as well miss <laughs> <laughs> okay well that comes with a bit more hard <laughs> want to do that yourself you know <laughs> yeah so you need to pay attention in school and then we get the eye rolls but um yeah but you know that that's what that's what you want and yeah for them and it and it all goes it all goes hand in hand um we we praise them when they you know we praise them because they're just amazing kids and they're ours um, as well. But we also let them know that when they step out of line, that we'll deal with that in the appropriate way as well. Yeah. And do you have any tips for parents, kind of the best ways to teach children about kindness, almost to prevent bullying? I think it's just to keep reminding them about being a good person, just mm. being a good citizen. That's what you want them to be. Um and you know, if if you if they see any anything happening, um, especially with 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 older ones, I mean, when they're younger, it's it's you know we can talk about being kind and being a, a, a nice person and sharing, and you find with a lot of the younger children, it seems to come, I don't know, a little bit easier. Okay. With sharing and kindness. Um, and then it, it, I suppose as they get older, you know, the world sets in a little bit more, doesn't it? Things set in a bit more. Mm. Their emotions set in as well and their hormones and everything. But I think, you know, we, we sort of teach young or talk to young people about this and it's say, look, if you see it happening, we don't want them to get involved and get themselves hurt as well. Mm. Do something about it. Go and tell somebody. If you see somebody being unkind to somebody else, bullying, hurting them in some way, whether it's on or offline, just don't get involved yourself. Just yeah. tell somebody and try and do something about it. Um, and be a good friend to the person that's being hurt. Because yeah. it's really powerful to let that person know that you're there for them um because you when you're being picked on you can feel like you're the only person in the world and nobody cares yeah so yeah it's about just you know trying to be there for a person but you know when it's online we we have to be very aware because we all have a digital footprint online mm. we teach this at workshops and it's very easy for somebody to put up something and 
you like it and share it and maybe you haven't paid a lot of attention to it but you know and like the person that have put it out Mm. and you need to pay attention to what you're liking and sharing because you know we've had things in the past where somebody has liked and shared something and it's been a real awful comment but they didn't pay attention to it and they just saw a friend had put it out so just quickly saw it liked and shared it without paying attention to it and it was a nasty comment and it it was it was far worse than a nasty comment didn't pay attention but that will stay on your digital footprint forever even if you delete it it will still stay there and it can affect you with college and university and even in the workplace because these people can find these comments um so it's just to be aware be mindful keep yourself safe at all times yeah and obviously keeping children safe online maybe this might be more suited to slightly older children but do you think it's important to kind of limit screen time for children absolutely and and you say slightly older i mean we go into primary schools and young people mm. oh, okay a phone you know yeah age and they're accessing youtube and they're accessing tiktok and um you know technology is definitely of course it's the way forward um and you know as parents we can say well we're monitoring our children's online activity but uh, you know we read an article recently about the children's game roblox where there was some gosh i'm not i think it was like a pornographic and pedophilia site was attached to roblox that children could just access okay and it so it's terrifying because Mm. people can just they infiltrate anything they infiltrate anything so we have to be so vigilant when we afford our children use of this technology we really do have to be careful and just monitor and it's awful because as they get older you don't you're not trying to spy on them because of course they need their own space and they need their privacy but you also need to keep them safe you need to keep them safe on and offline yeah definitely the online world is amazing but it has a very dark area as well and we need to make sure our children are safe from that dark area um so again it's about education um and and talking to them and making them aware and making sure that they have the confidence to say to you whoa look at this i went on this site look at this yeah and they'll tell you about it and so you so you the trust is there isn't it to tell you absolutely and then you can do something about it then Hmm. do something about it and that and that's not taking the technology off them that's doing something about what they're finding um because yeah it's not their fault that that it's on there you know um Yeah. yeah and it's the same if they see anything nasty being aimed towards somebody else as well giving them the confidence to say to you look what i've just seen um and and then they could ask you how they should deal with that um which is which is what we want yes definitely rather than joining in we want them to do something about it so you know we want them i mean it's only thankfully the minority of young people that display bullying behavior it's a it's always a minority of people isn't it that that do these things the majority of people in general are wonderful people 
um, of, of all ages. You know, society in general is made up of lovely people. Mm. Unfortunately, that minority can affect so many people and hurt so many people. I know, and, and you touched on this before, but I think it's a really important thing to come back to. What do you find is the impact on children from childhood bullying, like, later in life? I know you mentioned um, kind of depression, um, low self-esteem, that kind of thing, and that can last a long time into life, you mentioned, didn't you? Yeah, it can stay with you for the rest of your life. Wow. Like adults tell us now that they can still remember every single word that was said to them by the the person that bullied them. Every single word. And, wow. and you know, you, we we speak to sort of people who were in their fifties, sixties, seventies, um, and they and they tell us that um, you know they they can they say they they can still feel every punch, every kick, um, and as as if it happened yesterday, and we've 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 sort of been mentoring and counseling a lady who's in her 50s and she's tried to take her own life four times because she can't get past what happened to her because she was bullied at school and she she went through her life with no confidence and she she did get her dream job um as a midwife but was bullied at work as well dear and it it just brought it all back for her and she ended up leaving her dream job and trying to take her own life four times um thankfully she was found each time um, and she's still here but the trauma that that she's going through is awful Mm. um would would that have happened if she hadn't been bullied as a child who knows who knows she might have had the confidence and strength to deal with the workplace bullying you just don't know um that that's that's something nobody could ever answer uh but it but it does stay stay with you you know for for my for me myself i had an eating disorder till i was about 32 33 yeah when i really finally managed to you know well i was put in the hospital so and then i you know realized that i couldn't carry on like that and, mm. and, and but it still took a number of years to sort of get get better. Um, what kind of help um, did you get in in the end? What kind of helped you the most? Do you think? Um, do you or know, is it ongoing? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll always be ongoing. Um, I think for me, the wake up call because I was I was married with children. And I think the wake-up call was actually being taken into hospital as a result of it, and seeing the looks on my the, on my children's faces, you know, um, as I'm hooked up to these machines and drips and things, and and then thinking, this is just, I can't do this to them. What am I doing to my children, you know? Uh, and am I going to give them an eating disorder because of what I'm doing to myself? Um, and then I just spoke to a doctor while I was there and explained what had happened to me and I couldn't get past it because I'd also tried to take my own life um, as a teenager as a result of the bullying. Um, and, um, yeah, and I just I just poured it all out and, and told them. And um, 
and I and I lost my mum when she was like young, but I, I didn't actually tell my father for years and years and years. well, my, my dad was sort of in his seventies when I told him and he was he broke down. And and then I thought, oh my God, what have I done to him? You know? Mm. I didn't tell him and he's now wondering why I didn't tell him. Mm. Um and it's and it's awful because so many people are hurt and upset by this behaviour. They they really are. And and so today I'm so grateful that we have so much more awareness. Yeah, absolutely. So that we can talk about it much more than we could then and that we did then. Um, and that, you know, schools are more supportive and that they, that they, you know, we can go into schools and we deliver workshops and we train young people to become mentors and, and buddies in primary schools and, and give them, you know, we're trying to empower them to make di- a difference in their school communities. And, yeah, that's brilliant. And it's, it, we didn't have anything like that years ago. And it's, it's amazing that we can do all of this today. And, and like I said, the awareness is there and we talk about it more. And hopefully we can keep going and keep going and then empowering more and more and more young people to talk about it and not to struggle with it. Yes. To just, you know, if they think they're being bullied, to talk about it straight away. Exactly, because the impact is so huge, isn't it? Massive. And it's really brave and I'm really grateful that you've shared your story with us as well because it's it's upsetting, obviously, isn't it? It it is, it is. You know, it's hard, but it's it's just... I'm not... You know, this doesn't happen to every single person and this happened in a... Like I said, like I was in, in school in, you know... It's sort of from 71 to 76, so it's a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) But then, you know, it it does still happen today. And and we know that young people take their own lives and we have to stop this. We we have to let them know that there there is light at the end of that tunnel. They don't just please just speak out about it don't, yeah don't struggle on your own don't suffer in silence exactly yeah speak out about it because there are people out there that you know your parents your guardians your family your siblings anyone in, in your family are there and then there's other people out there as well that can help and and sort of you know get this stopped and um and work with you to get them over it and to get them through what is happening to them absolutely and obviously with with it being such a digital era one of the great things is all the information that you can get and you know being able to communicate with people online and understand that you're not alone get the help when you need it absolutely definitely a positive isn't it it is and that's why with our counseling as well and the mentoring we'll do that face-to-face or virtually. I mean, the mentoring is all virtual, but the counselling as well, you know, most of the the young people that come through say, I want it virtually. I'll do it on the phone or I'll do it via Zoom. I don't want to sit with you face-to-face. And we say, we don't care. Just talk to us. We don't care. As long as you're talking to us, that's the most important thing for them to do is to just get it off their chest and not bottle it up. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and if, you know, that, that, that's what we want them to do. If parents or 
any listeners wanted to get in touch with you and find out more, what's the best way for them to find you? Um, the, the website is bulliesout.com and the email address is mail, M-A-I-L, at bulliesout.com. And if they, with, when they go onto the website, if they wanted to refer anyone for counselling, then the talk to us will come straight up and they can just click on that and the referral form is there. Um, the mentoring again, that comes up. Just click on that and con- and that will go straight to the mentors as well and a mentor will answer them. Um, so it's, it's and, and then everything else is along the top. So there's um, a help and information and if they click on that, they'll see the drop down. So if they're young people, if they're parents, if it's about workplace bullying, all the sections are there um, and all the information is there as well. And the under each section then will be the downloads of mm. the okay. and then all the downloads. So all our publications are on there as well. So there's a, a brochure for parents, brochures for children, and they're all on there as downloads. And if they'd like hard copies, just drop us an email with your details and we'll post you out hard copies as well. Oh, perfect. Thank you very much. It's really helpful. So is there anything that we have missed at all, Linda, or any kind of um last words that you or any words of wisdom you'd like to give do you know there's probably lots that we've missed <laughs> bullying is it's so, like huge isn't yeah. it so much around it sometimes when i when i'm sort of going through our website i just think oh i wish we could just have a couple of pages so people are not overwhelmed when they go mm. on but it's such a massive issue that unfortunately we can't cover it all in a couple of pages um but no i i think for me it, it literally is just reach out if it's happening to you if you think it's happening to your child or somebody you know just just reach out and just don't don't bottle it up and and suffer on your own because it isn't something that just stops it doesn't, unfortunately. It won't go away um, without intervention. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Well, really, really appreciate you coming on today. It's been so interesting to learn more about this. It's a really important topic. And obviously, even if bullying might start more after nursery, um, it's still useful to learn more about it and hopefully pick up on some tips for dealing with it and preventing it happening. So... Yeah, really, really grateful. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting us raise awareness. Oh, you're welcome. So do join us next time for another episode of All Things Early Years. Thanks for joining us and to our guest today. Tune in next month. And in the meantime, pop over to our website and follow us on social media. Kids Planet, working together to inspire your world.